0: Welcome to episode number one hundred and one of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media, and today presented to you by our good friends over at SeatGeek. We welcome back into our hot seat Tyler Glass now with the Tampa Bay Rays. Looks very angelic today. You're still you're still with us on Earth because the way that the camera's positioned, it looks like is uh, it might be going <laughs> I don't somewhere know. more divine.
1: No, I am in uh, sunny Tampa, Florida. So some people think it's divine.
0: So okay. yeah. You snuck one past me, young man. Huh. Uh, our outstanding producer, Rob Scirocco, had to point me all signs toward an ankle surgery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess
1: I it's like such a minimal minor thing that I was like, I don't know. I probably should have done it a while ago. Uh, I had, I actually messed, I had like a. I forgot what I did exactly medically, but in double A, I slid into second trying to break up a double play because I'm just such a gamer mm-hmm. and yeah. I tore ligaments there and did something to it. And there was like bone chips and stuff. And I was like, all right, whatever, it's fine. I could pitch on it. So uh, I re heard it in October, like a minimal sprain type thing. And then it just wouldn't heal. And they were like, you just need to go in and get it like scoped out. And I was hesitant to do it just cause I was like, I felt fine enough. Uh, and I was like, I don't really want to have to do, like to go in and have surgery after I just had Tommy John. And then after it just wasn't healing, I was like, all right, I might as well just get it done. And then they went in and they found like some, some bone chips and stuff. And I mean, it already feels like fully healed and it's been a little under three weeks, I think. So I feel good.
0: Did you get one of those cool uh, old people motor scooters to ride around? I with? have
1: uh it's actually outside. Um, I had a, like a knee scooter where you oh. put your knee on it and then I bought a horn on Amazon and I attached it to it. So I went around the clubhouse around the blind turns. I could, honk it. It was great.
0: <laughs> you're just, you're wearing that thing out. Aren't you? With yeah. The horn. Yeah, I was, I was hitting it for a,
1: for a, like a good amount in the clubhouse, but now I don't have to use a scooter, which is kind of great. Cause it like, kind of, I don't know. It's annoying. It's kind of dangerous too. It goes pretty fast. Like the, the, what's it called? The pretty, it's been WD-40 once or twice. So it's like just too quick. So I'm just glad I can like, I'm in a walking boot now and it's more comfortable. I feel
0: safer. See, I could imagine you being very reckless on a motorized knee scooter.
1: I don't know if reckless is the right word. I think it's more about like time efficiency. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm going to go quick. I got to get there. (laughs) I'm not very like patient when I go from like A to B, I guess, especially during rehab. It's like, get it done.
0: So, yeah. Did did you almost take out any teammates with it or did you have to like, did you scare anybody shitless with the uh, horn honk?
1: No. Not the I think like around the corner, sometimes I'll be coming around like relatively quick and I would like hit that inside turn because of efficiency reasons and mm-hmm. people would be coming. I didn't have any accidents. So the only close calls are like not close calls. I'm not actually going fast enough to do anything crazy, but like the wheel bite when you're going to the parking lot and you hit a rock, it reminds me of like skateboarding days where you just like <laughs> stop aggressively, but it has a brake and everything. So it's a, it's a nice machine.
0: Now, I have to imagine these things are somewhat pricey. Do you get to keep yours once it's done? Or do you have to return it to the uh, knee wheel thing lock? <laughs> I
1: what? think I'll just give it back to the Rays. I don't know if the doctor gave it to me. Or the, I think the Rays gave it to me. Because I was on crutches initially. And then I went in and they gave me the, the scooter. So, I, yeah, I mean, I'll give it back. I don't really want it.
0: <laughs> okay. Are you So, are you back throwing yet? or are you? Yeah, I've been able-
1: throwing for even like a couple days. After, or how long did it take after? I was on my knee throwing just to keep my arm going. And then after a while, I've been able to throw in the boot and it really, I mean, it feels the same as before I was only at 75 feet. So I've been at like 40 to 60 feet now, but I'm still like getting on it and throwing uh, like a pretty good amount of like for building up rehab. So it, it doesn't really feel like I took any steps back. So I think I'll, I'll kind of be on like the same, I don't know, timeline.
0: So wait a second, you've been throwing in a boot. Oh
1: yeah. It's honestly too, like, a good exercise and stability because the boot is a little rounded on the bottom. And it's not like I'm throwing hard enough to like, I, I can still like keep my mechanics. I'm not changing anything. It's just like a for the pressure of my foot. So it's been nice to like stay stable and throw. And I think once I get it off, it's going to be like, I don't know, like the opposite of training wheels where I'll feel so stable in my, my low half now.
0: Could I tempt you on one of your rehab assignments to pitch an inning in a boot? I would do it. <laughs> I think you would. I, think,
1: I would, but I think at that point when I'm actually gonna have to do the long stride, I don't think that'd be very good for my overall mechanical like well-being. Probably not good.
0: <laughs> oh, it is that time of year again. I'm not talking about the start of the regular season. I'm talking about taking care of yourself south of the equator. In fact, Manscaped has a full package for your package this season it is the performance package 4.0 of course it starts with the creme de la creme the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer it is as hyped as a mike trout of trimmers if you will i'm so excited because i'm going on a special trip with michelle we're celebrating a 25th anniversary she's like you gotta use your manscape so i'm gonna bust out the lawnmower 4.0 in addition to that it's got the weed whacker it's the nose and ear hair trimmer no joke Last night, I was getting ready for bed. Michelle walks over. She looks at me, and she's like, I think you need to use the weed whacker. So right after this show is over, guess what I'm doing? I'm going to take care of the ear and nose hair right now. Also included in there, you've got the Crop Preserver. It's an anti chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, the Crop Reviver as well. Spray your toner for your balls. You never know when you're going to need that. Plus, it all comes up locked in a nice little case for easy travel if you want to take it on vacation. Also a quick reminder, and this is serious stuff, that April is the beginning, not only of the baseball season, but testicular cancer awareness month. Did you know that it is the most common form of cancer in men ages 15 to 35? So make sure you get yourself checked out because it is oh so important. A lot of people that age say, oh, it's not a big deal. You might feel something. You think, oh, it's no big deal. Go see your doctor. Go get yourself checked out because you could be saving your own life. So once again, this is all about Manscaped. Go get in on the discussion. Manscaped.com. Use the code word ROSE. You're going to get 20% off and free shipping. Go take care of yourself today. All right. So um, during spring training, when you're rehabbing, are you like around the team constantly? Are you? Yeah. Are you, okay, yeah. good. Take so through, I was, like, yeah. What a day's like for you.
1: I'm the first guy who goes in. So the, the clubhouse will open at, I don't know, like 738 or something. So I'll, get there right when it opens and I'll start like 10 minutes after and then people just start shuffling in and um, like they just schedule the rehabs differently but like I'll be in the beginning I'll do all my stuff I'll go throw I'll come back and like most people are in there and I'm just doing my like rehab exercises and stuff and then I'll go and do like my stuff after and it's pretty much just everyone's like mixed and mingled and like a normal it doesn't really feel different from being healthy other than the fact that I'm not playing or like contributing, but it's the same vibe in season as well. I just go in early, get my work done. You can either leave and then come back for the game. You can just stay and hang out and do whatever. And I, last year, we generally just like finish and then stick around and just find something to do and then watch the game.
0: Well, I know that we've, we've had numerous conversations about how bored sometimes you get in the dugout during regular season games. I cannot imagine sitting around and watching spring training games is on your top 10 list. Of things yeah, I think
1: in spring training as well, like you don't generally like you don't stay the whole game and like you don't. And too, when I was in my boot and stuff in the beginning, like I just didn't go to the games because I had to be on my little knee scooter and I wasn't really trying to go from the clubhouse to the dugout on my knee scooter.
0: <laughs> that would have been great though to I see. Know,
1: I know. But it's still in spring, like and especially being in Port Charlotte, it's just so like there's not much else to do. And I really enjoy like going and watching the games and stuff. And then if I do go to the game, I'll just sit and watch the whole game. Um, Cause the days are so much more like relaxed in season, you know, and everyone's in like such a good mood and it's such a, like a backyard baseball field in spring. It's a, I don't know. Everyone, everyone loves spring training. So.
0: Well, why don't you, why don't you pull the Zach Greinke and just go sit in the crowd one day?
1: I could, but then I'd be in the crowd. I wouldn't be in the dugout.
0: <laughs> yeah. But the, still, I think it'd be fun to watch your team from the crowd one day.
1: Yeah, that would be cool. I mean, Megan came and saw me on the weekend, and we were like trying to figure out what to do. And we were like, should we just like go watch the game? And we were like, no,
0: never mind. I considered it, but I
1: don't know. Maybe next year. Who knows? Maybe, maybe <laughs> next year. <laughs> oh no, I'll be <laughs> playing. Never mind. Scratch that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Not. Maybe on no bueno an off on day. That.
1: Maybe a day I don't have to pitch.
0: Now, where you'll be playing is another question, which we might get to at some point this season. Yeah. But that's not a big <laughs> deal right now. Um. <clears> so, have you? Talk to the team about what's going to happen on the road trips. Are you allowed to go? Are you not? Uh, no,
1: they generally don't have the rehab guys travel with the team. Um, and that's fine. I mean, like, as long as they've kept it like that all year, I just think, too, like, once you don't really know how many people are going to be hurt in the course of a year, and when you have a limited amount of trainers and a limited amount of, like, clubhouse space on the road, if you have the whole team traveling, it just gets a bit like, there's just too many people around. Um, Last yeah, but year, I that's not go...
0: fun. That's not I, I know. they're not taking your mental health into yeah. I mean, this is really about you and what the Rose Rotation can have access to. Have <laughs> you yeah. not considered this? Yeah, you're right.
1: I should I should have a sit-down with them. I just think it is. It's like the clutter of it, and you get such good work. when the team is gone at home, too. You have like all the resources and all like the the space and the time. And it's just it's a good place to rehab, I think, at home when everyone's gone and you have like whatever you need to do. But it does get like you do I wish I was with the team a lot of times just because it's nice to be able to still feel like you're a part of it. Um, but then again, too, like, I don't know, it's not like, it's just a weird mix of like trying to manage like a rehab clinic in a season. Like I get that there's two sides of it. And like, I I don't care either way. Like I would love to go on trips and maybe they'd let me, I went on a couple last year, but for the most part, like I'm just going to whatever they want to like, however they want to
0: run it. I'm going to be like, all right, that's fine. All right but home games you will be in the dugout like we'll see shit, and there's tyler glass now he's working his way back from tommy john surgery and ankle chiclet surgery or whatever the hell we're calling that thing yeah Uh, still no timetable on when he may return so they'll be taking nice iso shots of you Um, yeah
1: i mean i'll definitely i'll i'll be at the games for sure unless there's like a day i have to not be there do something but i'll generally like especially when they're at home i really like to to uh, to like stick around and be there and just kind of like a full day do your rehab do your recovery and then sit in the just keep the like the routine the same so when I do get back it's not like such a weird
0: feeling you know so just remember that those first like you guys open at home against Baltimore just remember that when you're in the dugout they're they could be taking shots of you all the time so don't like pick your nose don't do anything <laughs> gross
1: I guess like, it's the same as if I'm still in the dugout, right? Like, no, oh, you just, this
0: is this is very different. Why? They won't. Uh, you're in between starts when you're healthy. Like they don't really care unless there's something newsy with you. Oh, The first yeah. few days of the season, they're going to be like, and there's Tyler. Let's remember, he's still a part of the Rays' future and all that sort. Mm. So they're going to be focused on you a lot. You understand me? True.
1: I I can't believe I don't have like a, a nose pick thing that's out yet or doing something stupid because oh, there'll be really? times too in the dugout like. And I mean, every now and again, if it itches, who knows? I'm not in there just like getting all crazy, but like, I don't know, every now and again, do some of that. Who knows? I don't know. And I'm sure too, you ever have times you just kind of like slip off into like, you're just zoning out. And then like, it's like, when you drive home, you don't remember like the actual drive home. You just kind of like an autopilot.
0: Oh, There'll
1: be times in the dugout where I was like four innings have gone by. And I'm like, oh, I didn't like do anything stupid. Or like, you just like, you feel like alone at times. You don't, there's cameras like filming and all that all the time, but you're not, always consciously thinking about like I could be on camera it's right. just like you're just doing whatever you got to do
0: is there um is there somebody that's gross on your team in the dugout like uh, I know one pitching coach in baseball who is a serial farter and then leaves okay. i like, there's
1: you know one baseball coach that's like that <laughs> that's great there's a lot of those especially in the minor leagues i don't know on our team who's who's like gross I don't or I don't think so. There's always guys who like keep their locker neater than others, and some of it's like OCD tendencies of like, if I put this here, I'll hit 300. And then there's other ones that are just like,
0: I don't know. Like just who's that? Of, who who are the guys that are
1: OCD? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Half the league probably. <laughs> to be, I honestly think I want someone to like run a study. It's like the chicken or the egg of like, are baseball players OCD because of baseball, or are they naturally just that like perfectionist OCD? And that's why they're professional. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I want to know because there's so many people who have the same like personality traits in baseball. There's so many like obsessed, like can't get it out of their mind people, but I'm sure, I don't know, probably a little bit of both.
0: Uh, my Apple watch is just reminding me to uh, take a moment for myself. So please hold one second.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there
0: you go. All right. We're back now. <laughs> we're back.
1: They update you to take a moment.
0: Yeah. Twice a day. Take a moment for yourself. How long is the moment supposed to be? Well, I mean, it was three seconds right exactly. there, so it depends yeah. what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: I didn't want to take too many moments for myself because I I have somebody that, Yeah. you know. Yeah, very selfless. You strike me actually as a like a good yoga person. I like the stretching and
1: physicalness of yoga, like just basically for like the way I feel after, but I don't. I don't know, like, I don't do like the, like the, the breath and the, like I do, right. I, I meditate and stuff because it's a little bit more, I can like keep my focus on that. And like, I always do that course of the day, like once or twice a day, some days I don't, but like generally try to have a routine, especially in season, but yoga for some reason, like I always, I don't think I know like the flows well enough. So when I go and do it and they're like vinyasa one more, you and I'm just like, I have to look around and you're supposed to focus on your breath, but I'm like, I don't know how to do any of this stuff. So I'm basically just in it for like the physical because the way you feel, it's just so, I don't know, like loose and you just feel great
0: after. Did you did you do any yoga in the off season? Uh,
1: I guess like, I don't know, quote unquote yoga, like classes and stuff. I've gone yeah. to a few, but I stretch every day. I don't, that's not technically yoga. I do like baseball specific, like my weaknesses and where I'm tight stretching every single day. But I don't, I did yoga a few times. I did it more when I lived in New York because you don't have a lot of like space. So it's like a better yeah.
0: But God, I would love to see the reaction of the ladies when you walk in with your yoga mat at six foot eight with flowing locks.
1: They're probably mad that I'm cheating on their poses and like watching them and like moving around. Definitely (laughs)
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna answer for them. Yeah, definitely not angry.
1: (laughs) Okay, thank you, Chris. They're
0: definitely (laughs) not angry. I would love to put a camera in there. You know what? In fact, that could be a good. Good prank that we do next year. Put a camera. Show a up to stadium. like a be- a beginner yoga class, like you've never done it before. Mm-hmm. And we have some, you know, we have some hidden cameras in there where like you don't even know what's going on, and like you're Sounds breaking like all the yoga rules.
1: <laughs> yeah, true. That could. I mean, who knows? I honestly would consider myself, especially in yoga, definitely a beginner as well. So I think. It, I mean, maybe it would be fitting. So who
0: knows? Get to your warrior two pose. I know. Last.
1: Yeah, I just can't. I want to figure out how people can like, they like focus on their breath while doing it. And like, I get the philosophy behind it, but maybe I've just never put the effort into to learning. But I think it, I get it. <laughs>
0: Thankfully, baseball is back. Are you ready for the action? Not that type of action. I'm talking about the action. It is time for you to get Roman ready. By the way, this is not a thing you should be embarrassed about because more than half the men ages 40 through 70 Deal with some form of erectile dysfunction. Don't just sit on the sidelines or in the dugout and say, oh my gosh, I don't know how to deal with that. You have an answer. So get in the game. All you have to do, get Roman.com slash Rose right now to speak to a US licensed healthcare professional about erectile dysfunction. You're gonna get 15 bucks off your first month of treatment. Here's the thing I love about it. Sometimes it's tough talking about erectile dysfunction you walk into a doctor's office or you stand in line at the pharmacy, you feel a little embarrassed. Here's the thing. You're getting on your phone. You're doing it from the comforts of your home. If you need medication, it's sent right to your house within a couple of days. Boom. No lines, no office visits, nothing. It's very simple. Get Roman.com Rose to speak to a US licensed healthcare professional right now and save money. You get 15 bucks off your first month of treatment. Go take care of your business now. So you can take care of that. Someone special. Let's focus on your team a little bit. Mm -hmm. So the, uh, the blue Jays made more moves, right? They lose a Cy Young award winner and Robbie Ray, Mm -hmm. but they sign, uh, Kevin Gossman. Um, and then they trade for Matt Chapman and then the Red Sox sign Trevor story. And the Yankees make the big trade for Donaldson and Kiner Falefa Mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff. And here are the cute little rays who just win a hundred games every year. And you trade away Joey Wendell and you, other than that, you don't make too many other moves. Um, is there always talk in the clubhouse that like, okay, the Rays, they've been a cute little story, but they can't hang with the big bad boys again. Like, do, do you guys even hear that shit? As far what, like player commentary or just like outside voices? Outside mm-hmm. voices.
1: Like, I just think it's been a story every year. Like, no one's ever said we were going to, you know what I mean? Like the projections and the rankings and stuff, like we're always not supposed to win. So I think it's just like. A lot of the team has been here for so long that we're like, it's not, I don't really think people talk about it that often. Like I've never really heard people commenting on like, Oh, they don't think we're going to win just because the last it's been like that every year I've been here. So it's just kind of like, that's what's so special about the team too. It's just, we honestly show up and it doesn't, no one really puts extra pressure on themselves. I mean, to what I can see, I'm sure it's baseball. I'm sure a lot of people do, but like, it's just such a fun, like easy atmosphere to where it's really easy to come in and, just play because everyone really is there and they enjoy being there. And as crazy as it sounds, like I don't know if a lot of big league clubhouses are like that. Like it's very comfortable. You're having fun, even on a bad day. It's like, this is still an amazing place to be. And a lot of guys who play on the team have already been in other organizations and stuff. So I think it's like if we can come out and feel that way and just play the way we play, like the results are going to end up being the results.
0: Does cash ever mention it in a team meeting or anything like beginning of the spring, like? Hey, here we are again. Nobody's picking us. Let's go no, fucking get no, him. no. Nothing. That's what's
1: cool, with Cash. Too. He's like, I don't really like Cash. Is the most like, he's just like he's he's just a. It's so hard to explain. He's just such a normal, like down to earth, no ego. He's just like a dude you'd want to hang out with. Like, and he's I've never actually seen him be like a different. With the stresses of a big league season, it's you often can see players or coaches like ride the wave emotionally, and like I have honestly never seen him have like a bad like stretch of time or a bad day he's always the same dude and like he's so lighthearted, and he makes it so fun that like he really takes i think certain people can view baseball as like it's a lot it's like it's a game and it's more than a game and it's very serious and it's very like that old school mentality but he's honestly just like he's i don't know he just makes it fun he's like very grateful to be there and then he doesn't take himself too seriously or his job too seriously and you others can see that it's just like uh if the manager's not stressed and he's out here having a good time, like why would we all stress? And he like lives his life and has fun and is like a normal person. So it's like, oh okay, let's just so he's kind of leads by example.
0: I think he would actually enjoy being on the show with you one day. Do you think he'd do it? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Maybe would you be would you be comfortable or uncomfortable if your manager was on for a day? I would be comfortable. He's
1: that's the thing. Like maybe in certain different teams or like the certain like vibe or hierarchy of other teams. Like it might be weird, but not, not with cash. Like he's, it would just be like a
0: normal conversation for sure. I think there's a handful of guys that, that like, I think that Frank could hang with one of his players on something like this. Yeah, for sure.
1: Cash and Frank Kona, like kind of the, you know, like they right. came well, up together. And that was his
0: mentor. Terry's yeah. his mentor.
1: Cash too is like very charismatic and like good with his words and like, he's funny and stuff. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, he's even every time he does do like all the on-air stuff and like in between innings, he's just like a funny guy. So,
0: I, I wonder if there's – there is there another manager out there? Listen, yeah, I know you love playing for him and you'd like to stay in Tampa and who knows if that'll happen, but is there another manager out there where you look across the way and you're like, that seems kind of cool, dude, to play for?
1: Yeah, I think every player at a certain sense, like you can kind of – the way I look at stuff too, I guess it's like when you watch games on te- – it's like the dugout and like how people are like – I don't know. You can just kind of get a sense if it's like a tight butthole culture or if it's like a fun, just try to have a good time culture. And like, I don't know. That's a good question. I'd say, well, because Rocco Baudelli was with us and he's such an awesome human. He's like, yeah, a he's a good human. guy. Awesome. Super cool. Doesn't take himself very seriously. And he's like very he's smart and he played. So I think he's got like a really good understanding. There's a lot of coaches that seem really cool. Um, off the top of my head, him and like,
0: I'll tell you who a lot of people love is Bob Melvin now with the Padres, formerly of the A's. Oh, really? Yeah. Even though he's a little older than, you know, some of the young guys that are getting a shot. Yeah. You hear a lot of great things about Mel. I mean, just really good. I think that's a huge pickup for San Diego, to be honest with you. I thought that they were kind of a mess last year and nothing against Jace Peterson, but, you know, he was a first time manager and, Given the keys to a pretty good car. And I think it just kind of got off the rails. So yeah. Good man, you know, Ploof and I have this conversation all the time. He doesn't think managers make a difference at all because of the analytics and the way that lineups get handed from the front office down and the if-then yeah. scenarios. I think managers are more important now than ever because it's not a set lineup every day, because yeah. guys have to understand their role and you have to be able to get them to buy in. Yes, exactly.
1: And I think that's what like, yeah, it's like you're a manager of, of like emotion and humans while also being able to like toe the line of emotional analytical decisions. Like, I think it's a whole, like a whole formula. And I do, it's like, there's so many advanced like metrics and uh, analytics and stuff and all that, but it's true. Like you kind of have to have like a, I don't know, like a, a feel for everything, but it is very much like trying to get everyone on the same page. You don't want players to like Veer off, and you want to have enough communication and like transparency with the player, but you don't. I don't know. It's just such a. There's just so many ins and outs that I'm sure I don't even like realize. But a good manager, I'm sure, is just kind of a just a good people person. I'd assume. Mm -hmm.
2: Baseball fans, it's time to step up to the plate with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. New customers can bet just five dollars on any team to win and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take a swing at stacks of green with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Baseball Contests. New customers can play free for thousands in prizes with their first deposit. Pick a lineup of two pitchers and eight batters while staying under the salary cap and rack up points for hits, runs, strikeouts, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code ROSE and bet just $5 and win $200 in free bets if your team wins their game. That's promo code ROSE at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. 21-plus restrictions apply. MLB trademarks used with permission. See show notes for details.
0: A few other things about spring training. Uh, One of the um, worst days, I think, is always picture day for guys because it's just (laughs) long and arduous. Did you see what the, the Rays caught you doing on your picture day? Was I picking my nose? No, you were not. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would have brought that up right out of the gate if it was yeah, that there. There you go. What was that? I don't know. I don't remember. You were fixing your hair.
1: Ah! Well, yeah,
0: it's picture day. <laughs> I mean, they caught you. I've never fixing... seen these. Yeah.
1: I didn't know these. Sick. Thanks, guys. Thanks for posting them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. gosh. There you go. Uh huh. Oh no! There you go. That's a nice one. Missing nice. the cap. Very cool. Oh, wow!
1: I haven't seen this? these.
0: Where did you get this? The hand under the chin.
1: I always have struggled pitching with direction. Like when I'm lifting, for me, in my mind, for me to like throw harder, I sometimes get into the habit of like, because you need that like hip separation. You want to like kind of counter your upper half and your lower half. And I think sometimes I get like, I want to get on it to where my flow half goes straight and my front body goes across. And when I start to do that, I'm late and I like come across it and I can't really like get the ball in the zone as consistently as I want. So the big, for me, it's almost like a mental cue of like, I'm like looking down a scope of something and it keeps me like I'm in this little, box and like I'm so compact and when I get out of whack it's because I get so long Mm -hmm. to where when I come here it's like this is folded this is folded I'm so like uh, and I'm looking down I'm almost like lining up my shoulder and my glove with everything and then when I come set I just feel like I'm like I know where I need to I'm just trying to focus like like linear and I started doing it one game because I couldn't get out of this like bad habit and it it kind of fixed me and then
0: ever since then I just do it I haven't even thought about it So wait, was that something that you found or was it something that the coach? No, I I, just something I found. And I mean, it's
1: something to, yeah. I mean, it's like for that cue, like I work with Kyle a lot on direction. Like he's someone too, that is always like, I don't know. He's always kind of, when I do need a mechanical adjustment or something, I just, he's always the one who can kind of tell. And like, I give him so much trust and like, he's always the one that tried to like your direction, your direction. Like, let's keep it like your don't be across, be here. And I think it was just something I like started to do to help me mm-hmm. figure out how to go down the mound better.
0: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, you've been very honest and forthright that you hope to remain a Tampa Bay Ray. You just, you never know in this organization. Mm-hmm. Um, guys usually don't get to second contracts. They either get extended very early, like a uh, Evan Longoria, or Wander Franco guys like that. Yeah. Or, or they get dealt has eric cuz you've said you have an outstanding relationship with your gm has he come to you at all this spring and said hey listen we want you back but we know that at some point it's a possibility i will keep the lines of communication open with you
1: it's basically like yeah like we're we're like there's not really been any like formal something but we're always like kind of talking and i think too for now like i don't know i think there's so much going on, especially with the shortened spring and the, all this stuff. and like we do have conversation, but it hasn't been like a super serious like and I don't know. there's so much time and I'm still like coming off an injury and like you gotta look at like market value. There's so many things to go into it, but like we definitely like talk and everything. I, I don't really know what's gonna happen, but like, well, I'm sure we'll have dialogue. I don't have like a crazy big update, but like I'm sure we'll have conversations.
0: Because I, I only think about it because I don't know how much you've been following what's going on with the Padres the last couple of days. They just picked up – we're taping this on a Sunday. They just picked up Sean Maniah this morning. Hmm. But this was after they reportedly tried to trade Paddock and Hosmer and Pagan and money to the Mets for Dom Smith, and it didn't work out. The Mets said no. But I, I kind of get to the headspace of Eric Hosmer, who's heard his name thrown about in trade talk, last year at the deadline, early in the off season. And now, I mean, basically it was a done deal until it didn't happen. Yeah. That can get a little uncomfortable in a, in a clubhouse. Like, how do you, how do you handle that?
1: I think, I mean, I'm sure everyone's different. I think Hosmer has been around so long from everything. I don't know him, but like everything I hear, he's a pretty awesome teammate and like an awesome dude. So I really don't think he would let his personal, like whatever way he felt, I'm sure he would not try to like, there's nothing worse than someone who's like going through something baseball wise. And like, they don't make it about themselves, but they're always like vocalizing, like this is bullshit. Or like any sort of like contract or like some, you know what I mean? To where like their problems are now everyone else's problem because they just like bring it up. And there's a lot, I think there's a lot of that in, in baseball, like certain players, just like, Oh, they're trying to screw me and blah, blah, blah. And like, whether you feel that way or not, I think like it's probably best to handle it. With whoever you need to handle, as opposed to like spewing out your mm. your feelings all the time. So I'm sure he like probably internalizes it well. I I don't know. I guess everyone handles it differently, though.
0: It's got to be tough though when you know that your team has tried to get rid of you three different times.
1: Yeah, I mean it's probably. Yeah, I mean I'm sure he loves it there as well. I don't know. Right. Yeah,
0: it's just it just feels like at some point a clean break or something sure happened. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so for the first time in your life, you are doing a little house hunting. We had to move mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the, scheduled, uh, podcast several times because how is that going? It, it can be, um, quite mentally excruciating at times.
1: It's, I mean, I honestly, am just kind of like looking around to see if I can find something that's like a good deal and whether I'll be here or not, like it's just, it'll be cool to have. And like, this is a cool area. And if I am not there, I can rent it out and it's kind of a crazy market right now, but, um. It's just cool looking. And like, it's nice to go see all the areas as well. Like I think too, what house hunting is like, I've been here for a couple of years, but you still don't look at areas and neighborhoods the same. Like when you're looking at a house, you're kind of like taking in more things and like, Oh, this area is cool and I could do this and do that. So I'm like looking around all these places and realizing like, Oh, this would be a cool neighborhood and this would be a cool neighborhood. So, but not really stressful. It's kind of exciting and like looking and stuff. And, but I don't know if I'll even buy something unless it's like a, slam dunk something. Yeah. I but, mean, you're not yeah. buying
0: a t-shirt. I mean, you're no you're buying, exactly. Yeah, buying a house. So yeah, what, like what, when you walk into a house, what do you look at?
1: I think it's like views of what I'll look at. Like I want, I think being on the water
0: would be like, Oh,
1: you're a views guy. I got it. Yeah. Or like into a, the potential of having like a boat to be able to like the idea of having like a boat outside of your house to go to. And then Florida, especially like you can dock it up at a restaurant. Like you don't even need to go on land. If you don't want, you can like take a boat anywhere you want. Um, so that would be cool. Like neighborhood, obviously like location in relation to, but I think more about like, just I'll spend so much time there, about like the way it feels when you walk in like on the <laughs> water, high ceiling, open kind of floor plan seems to be my, my vibe.
0: Don't buy too much house.
1: Yeah. I don't, don't want, I'm not, much. I'm not like a, I'd rather. Really, I'd like to keep it, especially cause it's me like under 3000 square feet. Like I don't really oh. like humongous houses. I want like no. a,
0: Yeah. No, no, no. That's for later in life. When you have offspring, if you (laughs) desire to procreate. Yeah. Yeah. You need more houses. You go. We are on our fifth house since we moved out to Los Angeles. Wow. Years ago.
1: What is it just because you were like, this one's cooler. Or do you have to just move around all the time? I mean,
0: our first house, (laughs) our first house was, uh, 1580 square feet. Oh, wow. It was three bedrooms. We didn't have any kids. Oh, okay. Three bedrooms. And then our, Oldest Josh came along about eleven months later after we purchased the house. Here he comes. Yeah. So you're like, then, I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah. We move to another house and then another house and then another house. And finally the house we're in right now. And then once our old our youngest one gets out of high school in a couple of years, we'll go back down the pyramid. Downsize. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's probably
1: I feel like downsizing is like fun. Cause it's almost like you're selling what you have and you're gonna get Plus some, and then you like put that into a little nest and then you get like, I just like the feeling of like a smaller cozy type of house. Like, I don't know. It just seems more comfortable. You're Um, also
0: not old enough to have done the closet cleanse. What do you mean? It is where you go through a closet. Every time you move, Yeah, you go through your closet and you say, do I really need this?
1: I do that two times a year. Do you really? (laughs) Hell yeah. Cause like season, if I'm leasing, I got to move my stuff in. And then I'm like, oh, blah, 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 okay. And then I had to go sign a lease in the off season. Then I got to come back, find a place to live in spring. Because like, you're moving constantly. And so for me, it's like, I have to be able to take all my stuff and leave pretty soon. So if I do end up buying new clothes, I kind of like, if I buy two shirts, I got to look at like when I'm moving, it's like, I don't really need this. I haven't worn it for a while. And then I'll just go donate it to like Goodwill or
0: oh, that's something. Nice.
1: Or anything. So you're not like, like
0: a Poshmark guy. You don't uh, sell no. clothes. clothes. No. I would love <laughs> to see you roll to the post office selling a yeah. 1150. <laughs>
1: exactly. And two, it's I was like, and as far as like donations are selling, like my shoes, who's going to wear a size 16? Like, who's going to? No one. So, okay, listen. those are just.
0: If you see a person in need walking the streets in Tampa with size 16 cleats going click, clack, click, yeah. clack, you'll I'll know where they came from. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah,
1: exactly. My cleats or something. They used to do like a donation thing. I think they always do as well at the end of the year like they'd ship it to like Dominican and stuff. And a lot that's of those great. guys have big shoes. So I think I that's it. who's getting most of it.
0: How long does it take you to decide whether you can keep something or not? Like when you pull it, let's say you pull a shirt out, do you know immediately like this can go, or do you have to like, do you mentally Rolodex through the memories in that shirt?
1: Yeah, I'd say like, there's ones that are like obvious, like I haven't worn this in forever, I'm not gonna do that. Um, and then there's also one, and there's ones that you're like, well, maybe I'll, but generally like, cause I've done this so many times. It's like, if I, if I'm on the fence about like, am I going to do, I'm just like, I'm not. Cause I end up like, and as I buy more stuff or new clothes, it's like, that ends up being so, I don't know. I'm like the opposite of a hoarder. I just kind of like, I'm cool <laughs> with just like getting you get stuff. rid of stuff.
0: Yeah. Do you send stuff to Ted, your brother?
1: As far as what, like clothes?
0: Yeah. No, gear? Ted has a
1: Ted dress is way better than I do,
0: and he does like, not like Ray's the same. Gear. Doesn't he want raised gear?
1: Yeah, like we'll do a lot of t- it's funny too. Cause like I'm sure if I asked, I don't know, like they don't necessarily like give you a lot of stuff. Like you can get your own things, but I feel I can't go back and be like, give me a bunch of raised stuff to send to my family. Like there is, he does have a good amount of stuff. Um, but yeah, like I think he has like his. Stuff maybe I, I got to go look and get the new. And I think it's cool when you get like officially like the stuff the team gives you. It probably has more like a cool feeling than other stuff. But does yeah, does
0: your girlfriend have a glass now jersey? No. What?
1: Mm-mm. No.
0: Uh-uh. Wait, why are you saying no? Like <laughs> I don't know. Like she can if she wants, but I don't know. I don't. I mean, but you like she, you curled up your nose at me and basically I don't know. snarled.
1: I don't want to say anything because I know a lot of like. People and like significant others and girlfriends like do the like the, they do the jackets with the names and yeah. the, I but I'm kind of like, I don't know. If someone thinks it's I just I'm, I don't know. It seems not weird to me, but maybe not my style. It just seemed
0: like my you know. girlfriend in high school took my letterman's jacket. And you're probably thinking to yourself, Rose, what in the heck did you let her in? I was the manager of two different sports. <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying yeah. that. <laughs> right. Not one, two, basketball cool. and baseball. That's so nice. my girlfriend, senior year in high school. I gave her my Letterman's jacket and that was kind of a big thing.
1: That's cool. They don't do that anymore. Maybe they should start. We got to bring it back.
0: Yeah. I thought it was actually kind of a cool little thing. Like it yeah. meant something.
1: Yeah. Well, I always, too, when I was little in elementary school, I always thought that's what high school was going to be like. And I was like stoked to get a Letterman's jacket. And then now it's like no one wears a Letterman jacket. Yeah.
0: I, know. I asked Brady about that. I was like, do you get a Letterman's jacket? He's like, what? Yeah, don't you get a Letterman's jacket? He's like, yeah, they don't do that. Like, did you guys do me? like class rings and stuff? I didn't get my class
1: ring. Did you? I don't. I think so. I don't know. Maybe not. The fact that I don't know makes me think no.
0: <laughs> what is it? Hard High Class of 2011. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Good memory, Rose. Yeah. There you go. Solid. You yeah. don't know what high school I went to. Um. No, I don't. You could Where's probably nail what type of high school I went to based on who I am. Like the type.
1: Public school? Private school?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I California guess,
1: public school, certain places But I'm, good. A,
0: I'm from Ohio, remember? Oh yeah, duh. I guess that's yeah. I thought you, when did you move to LA? Uh, the end of 99, literally the turn Uh-oh. of the century.
1: I thought I assumed that. I don't know. In Ohio? I don't know. Where'd
0: you go? I went to a place called University School. It's an all-boys school. I went to an all-boys school, kindergarten through 12th grade. What? And I promised that can't be. Honest. if I had boys, I would never do that to them.
1: That doesn't Ever. seem like a very natural thing to do. Oh. Like That's a weird... Why did they... Like, what was the... I feel like people were like... They were... Like, to try to keep people out of trouble, you have an all-boys school. But, like, it almost does the opposite of, like... <laughs> Because when you're uh, out of school, you're just like.
0: No, you know what? Actually, it, you did, it did stay out of trouble. You were so singularly focused. Plus, it's a highly, highly competitive academic institution. It's one of the oh. best in the country. Oh wow! Like I was maybe top forty percent in my class. Wow! I started out at the University of Michigan, which is a great school. Yeah. Like we sent. We only had eighty-eight kids in our graduating class. That's it. Very small. Oh damn. School. Was it like the high acceptance rate to like Ivy League and all that three stuff? We went to Harvard, three went to Yale, three That's- went to Princeton, two went to Stanford. Like it was, it was ridiculous how yeah. bright the kids were. My best friend, whose birthday it is today, actually, he went to Harvard undergrad in Virginia law. Wow. He like, so he's dumb. He's, like the, uh, he's the dumbest smart guy I know. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. That's crazy. He's, he is so brilliant. But some of the stuff he does just away from, I see the business world.
1: I got you. Like street smarts, maybe not there, but like the book smarts are there.
0: a thousand percent. There
1: you go. I know a lot of those people as well. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So that's good. All right, baseball season gets started this week. Do you want to know who's going to win the twenty twenty two World Series? Well, you just hang out with our friends here at John Boy Media, and in particular, my baseball today partner, Trevor Ploup. We like to call him now trevor the prophet plume based on what he did a year ago remember last march 31st it was 2021 he made the prediction braves over astros in six games hit the fast forward button to october what happened braves over astros in six games so yeah it was picked up nationwide by the media out there well guess what this wednesday april 6th 6 30 eastern talking baseball is going live from the DraftKings lounge at John Boy Media Headquarters, right there in the heart of New York City. And Trevor's going to tell us who is going to win the World Series in 2022. So head on over to Talking Baseball YouTube channel to catch the event live. It'll also be live on the DraftKings Sportsbook app immediately after the announcement. So head on over to the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get in on the action and ride with Trevor Ploop. I know I'll be tuning in. I'll see you there. This is a new little game that we have not played with you. Um it's called Two Truths and a Lie.
1: I don't think we played, I think it.
0: I played it. You did? Yeah. We'll run it again, though. Let's do it. It's a fun game. Okay, good. You have to find the lie here between these three. Out of all of your catchers, Francisco Cervelli has caught the most innings. Number two, you have struck out more Yankees than any other team out there. Number three, You have never gotten a win in the month of July. Which of those three is a lie? Which one's a lie? Um, Which one is not true? What was the third one? You said never got a win in July? Correct.
1: That's going to be the truth, I think.
0: I would say... What was the second one again? Sorry. The second one was... You have struck out the Yankees more than any other team.
1: (laughs) I'm trying because I have pitched against them a lot.
0: Yeah. Pitched against other teams in the East a lot too. I'll say that one's a lie, I guess, because I don't feel like I've gotten a win in July. You have not gotten a win in July. I knew it. You've struck out 51, or the Yankees, 51 times in your career. Okay. Which is the most? Oh. Uh-huh. Cervelli you know which, caught them. most? Which is- catcher has caught the most innings for you? It is not Francisco Cervelli. Oh, for me, I thought you meant, like, in their career. No. Oh, for me, it's not Cervelli. It definitely Zanino. Yeah, it or, is. Or, yeah, it's Zanino. It's Zanino. I apologize if I didn't phrase no, you're it properly. Good. Sorry. That would have yeah. gotten you easier. All right. Cervelli has caught. 67 innings. The Zaninos caught what, like a hundred plus? 111. and two
1: there you, there you go. And they're both great catchers. Shout out to both of them. Where's Jacob Stallings on there?
0: Uh, n- not pictured.
1: Really? What's the, who's the
0: third? It doesn't say. I don't have a whole uh, list of uh, oh. catching innings. For you. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> All right, I've only got a couple here. <laughs> there you, you go. Know? Elias Diaz is on here having caught 20 of your games.
1: Yeah, I'd figure.
0: That's interesting, though. Zanino's only caught 19 of your games.
1: Yeah, because hmm. parts of the, because he only, he got to the Rays and later. So, yeah, and the injuries and stuff.
0: And Cervelli has caught the most games, 26. Cervelli always was fun to talk to. I always liked him.
1: Yeah, he's very, he's a cool dude, very charismatic. And I was a reliever with the Pirates too, so I,
0: I probably threw him a bunch. Oh yeah,
1: threw a lot of balls in the dirt to him as well.
0: Good point. Well, a lot of missed signs probably. <laughs> that was probably pre-this whatever. Oh, it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we all all figured place out. Then. Yeah. Now now there you go. <laughs> Less bruising for Cervelli if he was back there behind the dish right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm sure people want to know. <laughs> once again, there's no like date on when Tyler Glass now will get back or. Can you give them an update on a throwing program? And
1: Uh, I'm currently, I'll get my, my boot off on Wednesday, and then I'll be able to go back. I'll probably start again at like 75 or something. And then I don't, I'm still trying to shoot for September. I don't know though. That's like 13 months. And generally with Tommy John, I feel like it's like 13 to 15. So I think it all just depends on your recovery. But I think as far as like goal setting goes, I'm shooting for September, but we will see.
0: How great would that be if you came? Would in would be awesome. chase.
1: I know. I hope, like too, at that point, like I'm feeling good, and like I don't want to be in a situation where I'm like, I kind of feel good. I kind, of you know what I mean? Like, I, it would be great if I was like, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. But we'll see.
0: Could you come back as a reliever? I'm time?
1: sure that's the only option I have. Like, because I'm not after 13 months, I'm not going to be built up at all. So I'm sure if if there is a possibility to be pitching, it would be like a one inning or something.
0: how how great would it be if like the the rays were in the world series and here comes glass now in the ninth to close it out
1: that would be cool it's like a cool like learning experience as well like i haven't been in the bullpen in so long and when i was in the bullpen i wasn't necessarily like a very meaningful arm so i think it would be nice to see the the like mental differences and like that would be really cool and like how i know too like the adrenaline is much more like you're kind of just like quick, win in and blam. I think that would be really cool. I think my stuff would be really good, um but yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah. would be I'm cool. go yes, <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> but I also wonder this, like starting pitchers, you guys get out there, you do the long toss off. you can't do that in the bullpen, so yeah, how but how you know you're re- how do you know you're ready as a reliever as opposed to a starter?
1: uh, so when I was a reliever in, with the pirates, like I kind of started to get my routine there. Like I do a pretty extensive warm up for starting but you can do it like it's not like with the weighted balls and stuff like I would even as a starter I'll I'll like do my 30 minute warm up and stretch and then I'll do just like a lot of weighted balls not necessarily for like I guess it'll keep my arm path shorter and it just gets all the stuff warmed up quicker to when I then I go out to the field to throw it doesn't take me very long to warm up so I'd essentially be doing the same thing like I could just do weighted balls Slowly, like from heavier to lighter or lighter to heavy, whatever, and then go on the mound and just slowly warm up and then get on. And I think once you hit the slope, you can kind of adjust accordingly. Like, I don't think that's going to be too big of a difference for me, but we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah.
0: Spin the uh, wheel of moderately interesting things and get you out of here. New, new categories, new category. We hit the 100 show plateau. So nice.
1: Categories. There we go.
0: The small screen, do you have your phone with you? Yeah. What is the picture as your screensaver? You wanna see my picture? It is, you're gonna be like, that's so boring, hold on. It's like a sunset, I'm gonna come punch you.
1: No, clear all, there we go, this is what it is. It's black. Yeah, (laughs) it's nothing. How do you not have a photo? I don't know. I just remember being like, I want it to be black, and it's black. I just don't you have. You made anything. a
0: conscious decision for that.
1: A while ago, and I don't even like. I haven't. I don't know. Maybe I should switch it up, but it just it feels nice, it feels sleek, and like minimal, and just black, done. And You're then not it's like notifications. It's your. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like a like a season thing where it's like less things to. I don't know. It's like if I can get rid of all distraction or stimuli like i don't think a phone background qualifies but i think the thinking going into it was just like simple make it simple i don't know it made sense in my head and it's still kind a does. recent
0: decision or has it always- i've had it like that for a while
1: mm-hmm. it's very
0: dark tyler
1: i know it seems a bit weird now that i'm talking about it but i like it and too it's just like a nice it looks nice like a black case of black it's it's very sleek maybe i'll change that maybe i'll get a cool maybe i'll
0: make it you that's what I'll do. Don't definitely don't make it me. <laughs> definitely. The that's, is, no. Who knows? I might. Okay. Well, this yeah. is interesting. I hope this didn't <laughs> cause you any uh, psychological harm in evaluating the uh, no, I think It was just supposed to be kind of a fun little thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's turned into something really weird.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: Okay. Yeah. You excited for opening day or because you're not playing? Is it a, are you tempered? Uh, no, it's like the same. I, th-
1: I guess it's different in terms of like what I'm preparing for, but I'm still very excited. Like it's cool, like with all the the festivities and like all the cool, like pregame. They announce you, and then like they always have like some sort of show or something, like a special occasion type opening day thing. So that's always fun to look forward to. And the energy is always so cool. The first like week of baseball, especially the first day, everyone's like really excited, and the fans are like excited to be there, and you can feel it. So I'm
0: very excited. Who who's gonna get the loudest ovation?
1: uh wander or g-man or uh
0: randy who knows probably wander or g-man you'll definitely be top five
1: i don't know i'm a shelf boy now
0: no don't oh stop (laughs) i don't know this will this gives them the chance to give you some love this is yeah true this is their opportunity yeah i don't
1: know i'll listen in i'll see where i rank and I'll let you right. know. If,
0: for those of you that have listened to the Chris Rose rotation today, make sure you bring signs like we love glass on the Rose rotation, you know, like make oh, you yeah. feel that love. <laughs> okay. Cause this could Let's be a that. long five months until he gets on the mound again.
1: True. You know? I think it'll be cool sitting, like being around the team again and having like my life be more normal as the season progresses and like the mm-hmm. routine. So I'm extremely excited for season. I didn't know. I didn't think I would be. If you asked me a while ago, but I'm there. I'm like, let's do this.
0: I love it. Nice. I love it. Well, I know our fans uh, love hearing from you, and they certainly will during the season because you're going to be bored to tears when the team's on the road. <laughs> so we're going to have a chance to uh, True. to meet up at some point. Maybe what we'll do is we'll zoom in one of your teammates from the road occasionally. Ooh, make you make you right. feel like we did that last year with Brett Phillips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like in some Christmas tree. Hunting. Oh, yeah, he was. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, but, you know, it was still fun to hang, hang out with him. Um, so, listen, good luck on the house hunting, however thank that you. goes. Good luck in the start of the season to your teammates out there. And thank you very much Preach. for hanging out, as always.
1: Thanks for having me, dude. Always fun.
0: Yeah, we always appreciate it. Special shout out to our producer, Extraordinaire Robbie Chiracco, whom Tyler Glass then was shocked to find out had a child.
1: Yeah, I thought we would bring that up too. He's like, Yeah, my daughter's sleeping. I was like, What? I th- I honestly. Thought Rob was younger than I am, like 20, 22. It's a great skincare routine. You're doing
2: you're doing great, man. Oh, thanks, Tyler. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Robbie, how old are
0: you? Are you 30 yet? I forgot.
2: I am 30. I'm gonna be 31 on Tuesday. Happy this birthday. week? This week, yeah.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. Y'all
1: gotta do something fun and special. Yeah, yeah. he's got oh, a
0: beautiful be little daughter. I'm not so sure he's the father, but he loves her like <laughs> yeah. so she's just gorgeous. Little I love yeah, her. She's a cutie. Time. She's a cutie. But can you believe little Robbie is a dad? Look at him. I didn't
2: know. Yeah. Right? Very nice. Well, I know. It, my, my shape doesn't really help. You know, I mean, <laughs> I'm like 5'6", 140. And my wife is small too. So it's literally like, we look like children. I can't even, eyes. it's just more in the, you have a baby face.
1: Like I know you have yeah. the facial hair, but you have like a, and you just have a good like Happy energy to you. He
0: does. I appreciate, yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Far and away, when Glassnow, when you're on, I am a distant third in good vibe energy. No,
1: not true. No. not it, true. It, at no, all.
0: it's fine. At all. It's fine because you know what? I mean, that's why people love listening to you. Everybody says the same thing in the in the comments on our YouTube page. They're all like. I feel so good after I listen to Glass. And they say the same thing about Miguel Rojas. They're like, he's the nicest human being. He is an
1: extremely nice human being. Oh, he yeah. is. He is a very, very good human, for sure. You can just tell.
0: Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah. That's, that's no lie. Everyone,
1: ever, all the other hosts are terrible people. I see what you're saying. Not at all. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> I'll,
0: I'll pass it on to Trevor May and Stephen Brault and Lucas Giolito. <laughs> and anybody else who may pop on this year is a uh, co-host of the Chris Rose Rotation.
1: awesome. Yeah,
0: sweet. All right, so uh, I guess for the, for these two, for for Tyler and for Rob, I'm Chris Rose. We'll see you next time on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media.